Ohatmu or Not covers the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, an encyclopedia series published from 1985 to 1988 by Marvel Comics. And we cover it with several panelists with little to no knowledge of the Marvel Universe, giving their first impressions of each character, its look, concept, and story. Warning, listener discretion is advised. Ohatmu or Not is a proud member of the Fire & Water Podcast Network. This is your host, Siskoid, and with me today are... Amelie, Isabelle, Natalie, Elise, Jose, Shotgun. Corey Foles to Kingpin. It's Ohad Mornot. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. We're back in the diva station. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the diva station is in your house. That's great. It's our recording studio. Yes, so we're back in person, as it may seem unto you, and with the sound. <laughs> But uh, our province has relaxed its rules, certainly, and we've all been in self-isolation and in very close groups and wearing masks. And I, I, this is a safe group that I've been meeting with every couple weeks And we have yet to get sick. <laughs> Congrats, us. So we thought we might tempt fate and do, <laughs> and do an episode in person. So, Hot Squad, you ready? Yeah. 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 Oui. Hot, <laughs> I mean, hot some hot. <laughs> we're hot and some hot, or we're not and some nuts. Nuts. We're just on a boat. <laughs> no, oh, not. man, I wish. <laughs> Off where we rape like <laughs> boat knots. <laughs> But are they on boats? If they're on boats, I'm out. Okay, well, If they're off of boats, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, you can knot a lot of things. You, you, can, you can knot a lot of things. Yeah, you can tie up um, uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite type of knot. <laughs> I can just blow it. It's into both hot and knot. <laughs> can you derail a boat? Because this is happening. <laughs> So we start issue seven with Corifos. Oh no, that's a name. Mm -hmm. that's One a of the Eternals. He was either the historical musician Orpheus or was mistaken for him. <laughs> History doesn't know. He's devoted thousands of years of, to the study and practice of music. In particular, a monumental composition he's been working on since the Roman Empire was new. Now, like all Eternals, he's effectively immortal, super strong and tough, able to levitate himself and others, shoot beams of cosmic energy, teleport, create illusions, but his devotion to his craft means he hasn't really perfected those powers to the extent other Eternals have. He can play any instrument with genius ability. Though he's at least 5,000 years old, Corifos is still boyish, forever young in looks and attitude. Pictured, playing the lute. So he hasn't finished his master composition? Mm. I feel like after the second millennia you've been working on it, maybe, maybe it's not gonna happen. Maybe it's huge. Maybe it's sprawling. Maybe it's maybe it's something that will last years and years when it's played. It's, it's, it's not like who's, a, who's gonna watch this? No, it's not like a '90s punk tune. <laughs> Is it Sandstorm? <laughs> It's been working on Sandstorm for 5,000 years. I love it. And I mean, it shows. 
But I like that, like, he's playing the lute, but it's like a ba- 80s background. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely. love it. There's I, not a lot of uh, electric lutes, and there should be. <laughs> yeah. Sting really likes to play the lute. It's his favorite instrument. Is it electric? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the hair. I hate it. Um, it's very lion. Yeah, but he has good hair. I you know. I feel like he needs a haircut. Like the hair is good, the volume's good, but there's no shape to it. Like this guy has been in quarantine for months. Five <laughs> thousand years. Maybe <laughs> just like to shave the sides and like trim the top. Yeah. I feel like it's the the headgear that makes it loose and crazy. If you remove that, maybe the hair would fall a little and be yeah. more like beetle-like, less like lion in distress. Yeah. Yeah. It does look like he's standing in wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of want to see how the hair would fall around the face without the mask situation. That is not a mask. Or the contour. I hate those masks. We've said that before, but I just find them so stupid. I don't understand why I would want this. I, like, I really protection. want to protect that little part of my cheek. It's look, <laughs> it looks temples. like one of those Korean beauty tools to like keep your yes. face tight that you wear right. at night. Um, That's what he's doing. That's why he looks so young. So. <laughs> but I think what's bothering me the most about the headgear is that it's not connected with the suit in any part. Mm-hmm. Like, most of them normally it's connected with like a collar yeah. or something. This one's mm-hmm. not. You can clearly see the neck, and that really bothers me. Is it tied in the back or something? Like how? How? Hmm. It's just a helmet. It's just <laughs> you just put it on and it's perfectly sculpted to his face. <laughs> just or snaps stu- on. No, there's suction cups inside. <laughs> it's also like contour gone wrong. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cheekbones are going he went down. Real harsh on the contour. I kind of like did not blend. No. <laughs> I kind of like the sash. I do oh, too. Oh. I like that it's asymmetrical because, you know. <laughs> of course you, you do. <laughs> What's yeah. that symbol again? A horseshoe? <laughs> oh my god. Omega. 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 Upside down? Upside down, yeah. Uh, so, egg. <laughs> Egamo? Agamo. Voila. Oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> it's what he suffers from, uh, Agamo. <laughs> it's a foot disease. The, the top, like the bottom part of the top, I mean, the bottom part of the shirt, is that better? Okay. Yeah, I mean, the crotch hider? Yeah, the crotch hider. It kind of feels um, like a, a joker, like a king's jester, mm-hmm. but like in a more technological world. <laughs> is it shiny? I think he's, yeah. Like spandex? It look, no, like oh. metal. Armor? That's what it looks like. It could be armor, just when you look at the satch, you can see that it's fabric versus the crotch area. It's really like smooth, smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, don't, we see... don't have much of a bulge watch on this one. No. <laughs> nice legs, though. Yeah, I was going to say, those calves. Sexy. So you could be a swimmer. <laughs> because of those shoulders? And the legs. I don't like the shoulder pointy thing. I'm cool. I'm okay with I it. I just wish they were like just the line, just the yellow line, then not the pointy thing. I would prefer that. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's not my favorite. It's thing. not made for swimmers. It's not aerodynamic. No, <laughs> well, I don't think he's actually a swimmer. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe he plays the loot underwater. <laughs> Ruin the loot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> loot like a pirate treasure. <laughs> I never realized that was the same. <laughs> yeah, all the pirate stories you've ever heard, they just find that instrument. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep finding the instrument. Like, where's the treasure? Why did they keep fucking burying instruments? <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> and once can we just get a drum? <laughs> we need a beat. <laughs> no. Oh, you know that guy plays the drum. That's why he has such good legs. He can play anything. Exactly. To genius ability, immediately. Mm. He does look like he would play the drums. I agree with you on that, though. Just in general, he has that face. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they have the drum face. face. Yeah, they do? I think so, yeah. I'll have to address that with I my feel... boyfriend. What's a drum face? It's like a blank <laughs> face. I feel like drummers... <laughs> no, but... I mean, you're kind of headed in the there's same like direction. A, there's like a serious blank face. Yeah. It's like... There's no effort going into this. I feel like I'm alive. Oh, trust me, my boyfriend doesn't have a blank face when he drums. He has more guitar faces than people playing guitar in the band. I just feel like in a lot of cases, drummers tend to be like a little unassuming in the back. And I think I'm allowed to say that as a drummer. <laughs> but, you know, because you don't necessarily notice them right away. Like, I feel like this guy's kind of like that. But then you're like, ooh, cool hair, though. You know? <laughs> Almost a bassist. <laughs> Is Corifos hot or not? But his personality. <laughs> no, He's question. really into music. <laughs> I have a question. Does he show up at parties and like... Oh god. Playing loot. Oh, he's the guy at the campfire. He's like, this party's great, but... Here's what about music? Here's, here's one wall. wall. <laughs> oh, I said maybe. <laughs> Actually, you know what's maybe worse than Wonderwall? Hey guys, I want to play you this piece I've been working on for 5,000 years. <laughs> I want to see your feedback. your feedback. It's not done yet, so please, please give me feedback. But if you do, he cries. <laughs> well, you know my what? life's work. <laughs> yeah. We've been to that talent show. <laughs> yes, we We've have. seen that guy. It yeah. was sad. It was really, really sad. <laughs> Are you talking about the one where? Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yes, yes, that piece. So, so experimental. Yeah. It's like, and then he screwed up, and he would scrunch his face. Yeah. Like, I, I so screwed up, and no we could one... never tell. It was so experimental, and then like one of the strings broke, and, and it was like, and he kept going. <laughs> Yes, it was a 15-minute, 5,000-year into the making <laughs> composition for sure. My mom and I, when we go to family parties, uh, we take someone unzipping a guitar case or an unzipping or unclipping yeah. a guitar yeah. case uh, as the cue to leave. Oh yeah, hundred so, yes. percent. But imagine if that was like a Glockenspiel. <laughs> I would say more. I think I'm or, so down for that. I like to think he brings a bagpipe. Just give me a sec, guys. It's a whole band I'd be with so it. down. Yeah. I would what leave. I, I have a friend like that. <laughs> what if he matches the instrument to the party? It's like oh. This is a themed party. What could I bring? <laughs> you know what? If it were the, the guy that brings the guitar to all the parties, then yes, that would be a definitely not. But since he's a master of all instruments, then I will say he's a hot because I want him to be like surprising us with different instruments every time. Yeah, and that's cool. Or he could be like that one person band with like the cymbals on the head. Oh, yes! yes! But I wonder Hulk. which part. But he's playing Beethoven. <laughs> I like the thought of him bringing like specific instruments for the parties. But part of me is like, which party will you just bring a triangle? <laughs> what, when and why? A I geometry know. party. <laughs> As we all have, all so, the time. I've, I've been with people who know music a lot more than I do, and like I still have 10 years of classical piano, but they always say things like, hmm, the time measure in that piece was very interesting. <laughs> and 
I'm laughing because that's me. And then Marty's like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Yes, very interesting. Seven, eight, you see. (laughs) Wow. I wonder what he was trying to tell us. And I feel like he would, I would, I wouldn't get it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I get a lot, but not all of it. And I feel like he'd get frustrated with me for not being as invested in the music as he is. So Does he have groupies? Probably. <laughs> I would say yeah. What if he never played anything but just bragged about being good at <laughs> Just he never also, ever plays. He can play any instrument. Does he play every style or just <laughs> celestial just do eternal style? He's playing some ska music. That's a good question. <laughs> the problem is comics are <laughs> are not an audio medium, so what? No, so well, you, <laughs> wouldn't they use different fonts to to say different? Oh, no, is there good. is there words when he plays? Does he sing? That picture there, he has his mouth open, so it looks like Maybe he does sing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's death metal right there. <laughs> Ode to a washing machine. <laughs> I think I've decided that I've dated too many musicians, and I I'm just not in. You see? That's You're it. done with that. I'm done I, with that. I still have my hopes that I will date a musician one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had accordion played to me oh, in no. a serenade. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I want this. Sexy <laughs> accordion. Okay, so it was raining outside. <laughs> and the street light was blinking the corner in the window. And he gets up in his boxers and he picks up the accordion. <laughs> And he starts playing a song about me. (laughs) When he met me, I was wearing this really large green toque. (laughs) I heard this term before, but it's so funny. I remember the toque. (laughs) That's the name of the song. (laughs) And and, and I've had my fill. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. That's fair. fair. Shrike. <laughs> Simon Maddox is a mercenary that Roxo and Oil turned into a superpowered agent, making him stronger, tougher, and faster, and also implanting an anti-gravity device in his spine to allow him to fly. They gave him a bulletproof suit and wrist blasters that can fire an electrical blast that are also pretty handy as sharp talons for hand-to-hand fighting. He's also a formidable kung fu fighter. Basically, Killer Shrike ended up on one doomed mission after another, working for this evil corporation or or another before becoming a free agent. This guy takes pride in his ability to do a good job, and failure hurts his reputation and ego. I feel you. (laughs) He holds grudges against heroes like Spider-Man who have prevented him from accomplishing his goals. The Riz Blasters get a diagram, so we don't see him in action or anything. Thank God there's a diagram. He's just like like Batman in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's like, oh, yes, this is a totally new character that I, I worked so hard on. It's um, revolutionary. I, I don't even get, like, there's, okay, there's an eagle on... A shrike. A shrike. It is a bird of prey. It's a bird, yeah. Okay, there's a bird of prey on his chest, and then... A horse ponytail. Like, what? Do, does a shrike have a ponytail? 
Maybe it's a feather. I wish this was a girl. It doesn't mm. look like yeah. a feather. I kind of wish like it was actually like a girl. Mm. Or like someone that's like non-binary or something. Is it part of That his... would be awesome. I would like this a lot more if that was a thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now he's just Batman in a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it like his hair or is it part of the mask? I think it's part of the mask. I, I can't drawn imagine. exactly oh, like hair. It can't be his hair. His hair is brown. Okay, yeah, I was gonna it's, say. It's a plume. But why? Is it a plume or is it like... But a shriek is white and gray and black. I just checked online. It's not yellow, so I don't approve of this. Wait, the rest is um, is uh, uh, white and gray and black. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. yeah, but it's yellow. I don't know. Yeah, but they know. needed the contrasting color. More to match the belt. No, they just wanted to rip off Batman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also has a yellow oval. Yeah. Oh no, it's worse. Is it yellow? Yes. yes. Yeah. He has a yellow utility belt in some versions too, yes. right? Yes. Yes. The belt is yellow. This is very Batman. <laughs> I mean, the movie Batman likes to be like some sort of gray armor, but yeah. um, the classic. So the I'm, classic is. I'm not okay with this bizarre cape oh, that doesn't cover ah, his butt. I didn't notice it. Is I, it wings? He it, doesn't need wings. He has this implant in his <laughs> back that is disgusting. It makes me think of like the 1910s tuxedo, like evening coattails. Yeah. yeah, which is no, like it's. But I, like if it's a child ugly. found coattails, <laughs> put them on his shoulders. Yeah, it's ugly. I hate it. I don't. Does it? Does, does he fly with them? I will admit, I have never seen this mark <laughs> in any comic book story ever. Wow. Maybe because oh. they got a cease and desist letter. <laughs> <laughs> right after this was published, they're like, yo, guys, you can't <laughs> do this. Because not, not cool. This cape would look a lot better on a woman's frame, maybe, mm -hmm. where it, like, it drops slimmer. Yeah. Yeah. It makes them and look, it, like, wider. And it's not, like... <laughs> Yeah, just is, swinging is it, there on both sides. Is it connected to, like, the black part on his shoulder? I like, don't know, it, and it's bothering so. me. It's not, like, outside. It's, like, stuck to his back, kind yeah. of in the same way the black part the front. I think so. I think so. I hate everything about the design. <laughs> yeah. Does he fly? I don't remember. Yes. yes. Because With of the spine. disgusting thing in his spine. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, I'm sorry, no. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. whole... I would fear getting an epidural because it freaks me out. Like, don't mess with my spine, dude. So, like, to get an anti-gravity device. I mean, it's rocks on oil. They're also responsible for most of the Serpent Society, including the guy that unhinges his jaw. So, ah! so they're, um... You had to bring him up. <laughs> so that he does control this anti-gravity thing, though. Yes. Okay, so he's oh, not God. just, like, floating away. <laughs> God damn it. Not again. Like he's a helium balloon the in the wind. No. So is there a reason his wrists have wings? They're like... Sharp talons. Oh, they're, they're, they're claws. supposed to be claws. Oh. They're blades. Boop. But There's they can a... fire blast? Oh, yeah, it also it. fires in electrical blast. You see, that's too close to the hand. That, <laughs> I feel that's a situation waiting to oh, no, happen. It's, it's designed so that like, you wouldn't go like this. Like, you, see, sure. I would. Ah! you see, I would. I would grab something like while flying and being like, oh, look, a fly. Ah! Well, no, he can control it, presumably. It's not just like, I don't, pew, 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 pew. I don't trust it. Do I turn this shit off? Don't trust it. Well, it has a rigid foam wrist clamp, so you know it's comfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yes. Is it memory foam, though? Because unless it has that space-age technology, I'm not down with it's it. It's rigid, so I, I doubt it. They really uh -huh. cheaped out that company. <laughs> <laughs> one star on Amazon. <laughs> Rosso and oil, one star. <laughs>
Is Killer Shrike hot or not? Did he have, like, a personality? <laughs> like, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't remember it. Well, <laughs> I... he, uh, the, okay, the only thing I can appreciate about him is his dislike of failure. We're on the same page with that. Yeah. But other but than that... Would you want to also be with someone like that? No, that like, would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Like, <laughs> like, it's okay to be afraid of failure, but, like, with his ego and everything, like, that just sounds like him. Yeah, no. A mess I, I don't want to deal with. I feel like if I'm dealing with a failure and am over-emotional about it, I don't need someone on the couch saying, yeah, you really did fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I grew up with my father. That was enough. Yeah. <laughs> how does he process it? Is he like a blamey person? Like, like, that's not my fault? Or is he like, uh... Remember the time when I said I've never even seen this guy before? <laughs> well, you should still know our, our, our question. <laughs> I think he blames himself, but like for stupid stuff. Like, fucking rained on the I mean, date. He, he holds a grudge against Spider-Man. Is it Spider-Man's fault if he screwed up? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's blaming. Okay. We can infer. Based on he, that. He is a, a blaming Ugh. failure. I'd, anyone who blames Spider-Man for stuff, like, I'm sorry, dude. That's like a, a kid. It's a kid. Like, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. I don't know that. I know, but in reality, that's on you, dude. <laughs> you, you were outwitted by a child. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not hear... The Batman voice when I look at him. Yeah, it's like which one? This isn't a copyrighted voice. <laughs> <laughs> that one. I am Killer Shrike. <laughs> exactly. The Christian Bale one. The Christian Bale voice. <laughs> I come from the shadow uh, of the, the, the um, birds. Those have wings. Uh, the nest. I come from the nest. <laughs> the nest. <laughs> Gross. So does he have a backstory? Like, please tell me parents... his parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> his parents got shot by arrows in a forest. Um, <laughs> he has no none known relative. What's the name no of his known. butler? Albertson. Precisely, Robin. The only possible meaning. <laughs> Batman did it better. Our job is finished. King, comma, Hannibal, Hannibal King, a private investigator who was killed by a vampire and turned into one. But during the five years he spent as a vampire, he never accepted Dracula as his master and often clashed with him, often joining forces with Blade. He helped Doctor Strange destroy all vampires, knowing the spell would kill him too. But Strange saved his life and cured him of his vampirism. Today, he's an occult investigator. Though he had vampires' traditional weaknesses and powers, he refused to drink human blood and only used his powers, including the ability to change into a man-sized bat or wolf, when all other options had been exhausted. As a detective, he's known for his persistence, and it's that stubbornness and dedication to his ideals more than anything that kept him from slipping under Dracula's power. He's pictured walking around with a flashlight. <laughs> but I want to see the man-sized bat, not the flashlight. Well, you can no longer do that. I've, uh, oh. I've seen this. It was a show that got canceled after one season. You're talking about Constantine? No. Um, You're talking about Hannibal? No. <laughs> uh, I, I forget the name. The vampire was hot, though. That's, that's really <laughs> what's important. Yeah. It was for me. <laughs> They're either like super hot or very disgusting. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. No. no. Well, but like the, there's the whole seducer that you you can't enter someone's house unless they've invited you. So they're purposely seduceful. Mm. <laughs> seduceful. Seductive. 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 <laughs> seducible. Seducible. <laughs> seducible. 
We usually do this in the evening. I'm not, I'm not a morning person. Is seduceful if it's evil. Uh, Seductive yeah. if it's nice. I like that. I'm, I'm all like about face. this guy. I'm all about this guy. I love I'm I, all yeah. about this guy. Are you... I'm all about this guy. Are you all about this guy in specific? Yeah. Uh, okay. Everything about the backstory, what he's doing now, the outfit. No, no. The flashlight. I, I would wear this outfit. No, those bags are just a tiny bit too big like they look too big Pants? like he lost Pants? like he lost weight get go shopping boy yeah it does look like he Everything lost else like, 30 great. pounds and we can't see the your pants. bulge yeah. yeah no bulge i can't see an idea of a butt no you <laughs> need extra space for when you become a bat <laughs> you said he can't do that anymore. No, I know, but he hasn't changed yeah, pants. Yeah, he's kept his pants. You're not going to buy new pants just because no, you're no longer a pants vampire. Pants so hard to buy. You know who should play him? Mm. That the, the guy that plays the Professor X? I don't remember his name right now. Oh, James, James McAvoy? James McAvoy, James McAvoy should yeah, play him. Yeah, I agree. That'd be oh. nice. Well, <laughs> uh, Michael King could conceivably show up in the Blade movie. That'd you know, be they're yeah. they're yeah. rebooting Blade, right? Yeah, so. they are. I well, love the trench coat. <laughs> I wish he didn't have both his hands in his pockets. I don't like that pose. I, I think it's because he's he's kind of got like a gruff New Yorker vibe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm happy they didn't do it, but also he could easily be holding a cigarette and be I would be like, yeah, you're still cool. Mm-hmm. Like he has that vibe or a cigar. I prefer the outfit on the flashlight picture. Yeah, I like that too. I'd wear that jacket. Anyone who gives me uh, Giles from Buffy vibes. Is the color on his coat supposed to be like a nod at like a vampire thing? Mm. Probably, yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Mm. What? Like the thing? The way it flares. Oh, I I heard the color, not collar. And I was like, it's beige. (laughs) 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 The classic vampire color. Oh, it says that he investigated the death of a friend who turned out to be connected with Dracula. So he's loyal and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like That's it. always nice. Well, I mean, just the fact that he resisted. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's awesome, yeah. I mean, if you've seen the Twilight movies, you know how hard that, that is to do. I haven't seen that, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I've just read the synopsis. <laughs> Apparently, it's actually not that bad. It's I just mean, you know. like people hate what teenage girls love. It is what it is. What about <laughs> the whole scene that was just a dream? That like scene, second film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've seen this. No, I have not. <laughs> I've on on the record. I've read the synopsis. <laughs> I like how emotional you were. Yes. No. <laughs> so defensive. I... Watch out for my cred. Yeah, your okay. geek rating has dropped significantly. <laughs> Look at it. It's falling. It's I believe, falling. I believe there is proof online of everything I've ever yes. watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you've decided to put out there. My secret list of movies that I want to admit I've seen. I've read all the books. They're not that bad. No, I mean it's just it's just a little fluffy, but that's all right. But that's yes, all right. No, no one's like, oh, uh, like triple X is like stupid. We should ban it. Like, of course it's fluff. But you know, a teenage kind of love story. We're all yeah, like, the, oh, that's not art. It's not. No, it's what bothers me is how problematic it is with the grooming and the like. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's not a love story. That's the yeah. actual problem with yes. the story. Yeah, but this guy, this guy. No, I mean, let's talk about this guy. I just I love a vampire story. 
Yeah. I just really love a vampire story. But I like that he's not in the typical vampire story. Yeah, he's fighting against it. Mm -hmm. Well, not typical. No, but I mean, like, it's not... I feel like it's very uh, tortured vampire, which is... Yeah, which is all the vampires. We've seen a lot of it, like (laughs) Angel Angel is vampire. I think it works. Like, I think that's the thing that works. Well, I like well, th- I like the self sacrifice and that he was saved and he's still around. Mm-hmm. Does he still have like remnants of those vampire days? Like, Does he hate garlic and stuff? <laughs> no, he likes hanging upside down no from one, trees. No one, one can. I don't think so. Hate garlic. The Queen of England does. Well, she's it's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the royal family vampires. In Doctor Who, they're werewolves. They're werewolves, yeah. Mm, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I believe that. In the show I watched that got cancelled after a season, mm-hmm. the royal family of France were vampires, and that explains the whole revolution. Oh. They cut their head off because it was the only way to kill vampires. Interesting. Fun. Is that the only way to kill vampires? No. Well, no, there but are it two is a way. Ways. It like is garlic. one way. No, sorry, I misspoke. I meant, is that a way to it kill vampires? It is a way. Yes. <laughs> Huh. The and canon bury of the their show? pieces in different intersections the, or in a running in running water. Running water. According to the canon of the show, um, the stake in the heart only paralyzes a vampire; it won't kill them. Because if you remove it, they're back. Gotta leave it. Is Hannibal <laughs> King hot or not? I think hot, 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 hot. For me, it's yeah. pretty clear at this point. <laughs> hot bread. People hot. should make a thing out of this. Yes, I genuinely think they should include him. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I think he's hot, but I don't feel as passionate as you, so I will gladly step aside. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll fight. Yeah. Well, it's just, I think it's like the vaguely film noirness of yeah. it that I like. Yeah. I want a show with just him, but I think it would basically be Angel. <laughs> Honestly. So well, one thing one thing I would say is uh, I would love to have like a better shot of his face because I feel like the way he's brooding and looking down and this position makes it a bit hard to see how handsome he is. Mm-hmm. No, that's how he stands all day, every day. <laughs> I do feel like if I'd seen him, I'd be like, stand up straight, dude. Like, come on. But yeah. I'm torture. <laughs> I do like the posture. I've not slept in 14 days and I've only drank whiskey. <laughs> I am upset because I'm right next to a fake Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be upset too. <laughs> if you need help, then look no further. Angel Investigations is the best. Our rats are low. Rates. It says rats. A bowling pun. <laughs> Kingpin. Wilson Fisk, the kingpin of crime, committed his first murder when he was 12. <laughs> Born of the street, he believed strength was a way to build power in the New York underworld, so he did a lot of bodybuilding and fight training, including the art of sumo, even as he consolidated power through political means within different crime families. The small gang he assembled grew in size and influence until he was basically running half of New York's organized crime, hiding behind so-called legitimate businesses, always untouchable by the law. After Spider-Man ruined his plans, his wife Vanessa asked him to retire, and he did. She even convinced him to release his files to the authorities so they could arrest other crime bosses. To prevent this, those crime bosses kidnapped Vanessa, and she was ultimately killed by one of the Kingpin's aides to force him to return to a leadership position. With nothing left to lose, Kingpin released his files and got everyone arrested, which put him in a position to take over everything in the resulting power vacuum. This put him in Daredevil's crosshairs, but Kingpin discovered his secret identity and used his power to destroy Matt Murdock. Blowing up his home, framing him for bribing witnesses, rendering him penniless, and making him lose his license to practice law. And Wilson Fisk 
has been a Daredevil villain ever since, showing up in the, in his movie and in, on his TV show, but also in the Spider-Verse animated film going back to his roots as a Spider-Man villain. Though human, he's freaking strong and very fast <laughs> for his size, though it's his scheming mind that's the most dangerous. He prefers to keep his hands clean, but isn't above murdering with his own hands if he knows he can get away with it. He's in the business of exploiting people, but often portrayed as a tragic figure who would once have left his life of crime for love, if fate didn't have other ideas. Pictured a sequence where he's uh, training against multiple martial artists in his undies, crushing a man's hand in his massive mitt, lifting weights, smoking in front of TV monitors, smashing Spider-Man into the ground, and a close-up of his face. I hate his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's so, he looks so... Mm. And like, like he has those big unpleasant lips. I don't know, it's just some people you know that if they kiss you it would ah, be very intense. Why like did it's... you put the image of me kissing him in my head? Because <laughs> I couldn't get it out of mine. <laughs> I'm digging the ruffle shirt situation, that's pretty funny. I thought it was like a turtleneck, but... But he has no neck, so it's just like kind of stretched out. Yeah, that could be it. I feel like he looks like he's being birthed out of his shirt. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, so, okay, so the whole tragic figure thing. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, he could have left, you know, but it, fate had other ideas. Whatever bullshit you yeah, said. Yeah, they hurt him, and so yeah, he went Yeah, but like, he still made a choice. I agree. I wasn't like um, trying to a kingpin apologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever is a kingpin apologist, check yourself, cause not cool. Cause watch the TV show. If you watch the Netflix show, don't watch the Netflix show. But if you watch, the Netflix show, <laughs> should you, I read the synopsis? You, no, well, you see, the kingpin is like tortured. Okay. But he's like he's violent, but tortured. They do play him off as a sort of tragic figure in a way. But see, he's tortured, but because of what he did. You know, like the other guy is tortured because he's a vampire. You can't really change that. You can stop being a crime boss. You probably have enough money to subside, survive, subside, sub subsist. I have forgotten how to speak. <laughs> I haven't spoken out loud in so long. I think we talked about this earlier, just in between us guys uh, before the podcast. If you're tortured and you've, you're going through some shit, you can either decide to be a shit person and drag everyone down with you, or you can try to do the best out of it, like Mr. Hannibal here. <laughs> but I feel like I, I know a lot of these people where... You can either decide to let, like, a bad day be a bad day. Yeah. And or you can be like, life is fucked me. Yeah. A lot <laughs> so of, now I'm evil. I mean, it is a little bit what he did, though. Because he was gonna walk away. They killed his wife. Like, oh yeah? Well. <laughs> like, and then Watch he out, did bitches. something. Yeah. But it's, okay. it's like, not a, like, good decision necessarily. <laughs> it would have been a good decision if he would have uh, released the papers and everything so they get imprisoned, but then he would not have taken control of everything yeah. back. It's I'm so like glad revenge. you said that, see, because I was going to bring out the political mind of the group, which is mind. Mine. Mine. Mind. Yeah, I'm um, the speaking part. <laughs> not the speaking part, but the thinking is still pretty okay. I find it interesting that there's like, if he had not stepped into the power vacuum, what would have happened? Because you know what happened? Gang hap wars, right? Gang wars. Well, or ISIS. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what happened. There was a power vacuum after Saddam Hussein was deposited. Like the like the question is: Is Kingpin's 
rule of the New York underworld better or worse yeah. than yeah. what somebody else might have yeah, okay. taken over. Because somebody have, would have. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't have just disappeared. Like it's, no, no. It's, it's pure like, chaos better than organized chaos. The city's not going like, all right, heroes, you can go home. Crime <laughs> is done now. Good day. Yeah, because someone else would have filled the vacuum. Yeah. yeah. And if it was not someone as powerful... There would have been factions, yeah, or faction fights all the way. So I'm not, I'm not an apologist either. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's interesting to consider and ponder philosophically as we do as friends, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, the political discussions are where I check out. <laughs> but it's hard to say if, if, if could he have made another choice, given that this is a guy who killed someone when he was twelve. Mm. Yeah. Does he know anything else? Oh, yeah. that was his yeah. crime? What? He's not... I, I was mean, like, I stole. No. Murder. I used the word murder. <laughs> who did was, he murder? I was busy looking at him and not listening. Who like, who do you kill at 12 years old? Another 12-year-old? Yeah. Another kid? I don't know. When I was 12, I was busy, like, reading and playing video games. <laughs> I was too no, busy for murder. No murders on the agenda. No yeah. <laughs> I kept pushing it back. Like, oh, there's you so know. much blame. And at yeah. some point, you're just too old to murder. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's so, you know, I, I, if you haven't murdered yet, like, it's kind of like gymnastics. If you haven't started young enough, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, pointless. Yeah. You tap out at, like, 20. You yeah. Can't your right. body starts getting like just older, and you're not as flexible. If I would have known, maybe where I am now, maybe when I was younger, I would say like, okay, maybe a little murder. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage up and Take bit. advantage of the time you have. Exactly. <laughs> I really do want to know the backstory about the murder. Please enlighten us, listeners. If you do have it, if you have it, or if not, I will Google it myself eventually. Yeah, unless I forget about it. Yeah, you you won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes do. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, I'm here for the true crime, so... <laughs> In a completely different frame of mind, this first panel, like the lighter orange one, I keep thinking of him like a bowling ball and the other pins are just like... Ah, he's like rolling. Ah, he's just so I mean, round and they're is, so flying. He is the king of pins. <laughs> Fuck you other pins. Is there a kingpin in bowling? Like, is it the first pin that is there? Or oh. is that not a thing? Like, what is... What, what does the word kingpin mean? Yes. Oh, let me check. I really like the one Definition. where he's just smoking yeah, and do. watching TV because it's very uh, <laughs> claw from Inspector Gadget. Well, I think oh, he's I just need the cat. I think he's watching monitors though, not like primetime television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is Doctor Phil? No, I like to think he's look watching like soap operas, like British soap operas, and mm -hmm. really invested mm -hmm. of like, will Amanda go with James? Who knows? Who knows? Like, I was gonna, I was gonna go kill someone, but Coronation Street is on. So <laughs> we'll have to wait. There, it, it's not a bowling term. No, so really. A kingpin is merely a uh, large bolt in a central position. Ah, oh, wow. a pin like that. So it, it, okay. metaphorically, it becomes a person that is, is essential the to the success so of something. So if you take out the pin from the machine, power back. Yeah. Right. But someone that does like bowling stuff should start using it though. Well, there is a movie called Kingpins, which is about bowling. Oh, here it says that it may be the pin that stands in the middle of a triangular arrangement of bowling pins. Oh, in the middle. Okay. 
in the middle, not in the front. Oh, in the I middle bitch. of it, yeah. Middle. That makes sense because it's like yeah. everything else is around like thematically. <laughs> if he were to retire, like if it's not too late, what job would he have? You think? My first, <laughs> my first thought was he would own a series of mattress stores. That's <laughs> where my head went I was immediately. A car dealership, but a very like high class dealership. <laughs> I was seeing a sleazy dealership. I was seeing, like, you see the commercials with him, like, come on, we got some mattresses. (laughs) I wonder, it feels, like, luxurious in that, like, sleazy, crying way luxurious, where things are, like, purple and velvet and gold. Yeah, Yeah. and they're, like, that's why I thought it would be a um, dry cleaning. (laughs) <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah like an undercover because he does of. own actual businesses right that's yeah. the oh, shit right, right. right well how about hand model no <laughs> those are too big yeah they're they're scaring me he's a big dude I imagine how tiny my hands would be in his oh, oh my god no hands. your hand is like a finger for him how tall is he like he's, he he's like six seven. Oh my oh, god jeez i'm right 450 pounds like wh- wh- what how is wide him? is he like pretty wide that's crazy like because he like, looks small but yeah. imagine like you're walking on the street and then this turns on the sidewalk no, he's Hulk you don't really have well, faith shit, anymore. i guess i'm crossing the street that's i like, kissed a guy who was six seven once i think he threw out his back <laughs> <laughs> this image where he's holding up the weights that's 650 pounds. Nice. It says, it says Ohadmu is very descriptive. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Let me ask you this. No. Is the kingpin hot or not? No. Oh, no, you should do a bowling metaphor. Is he... A strike? Uh, I don't know what it's for bowling. A strike, strike or, or a gutter. A gutter. Mm-hmm. Strike or a gutter? A gutter. In another sport, strike would be bad. But in this case, yeah. strike is good. So... Or strike or gutter? Gutter. gutter. Not. <laughs> I feel like he's too wide for the gutter. He'd just like bounce around and pop out and then go to the other gutter. He's the ball that goes on the other lane? That's yes. Like... Yes. He doesn't stay in his lane. He doesn't stay in his lane. I kind I, of like the backstory. His crime though. lane. Do you like him as a villain without appreciating a, the hotness of his, well, like his dateability? Yeah, like, I'd be like, Without oh. Without incarnating you, Vanessa. Exactly. He's scarred for life for Vanessa. So we would just be, like, objects to so throw I, I want to be, like, an points. extra in the comic where I'm, like, I'm reading a newspaper about, like, him and me, like, ooh, that guy's scary. That, that's <laughs> into, the entire, mm. like, that's how I want to interact with him. Is there a story about, like, how him and Vanessa got together? Like, who was she? Did she know he murdered someone at 12? Was she there? Is she a murderer? I do find it a little upsetting how many of these stories are like, and then his like basically unnamed wife was murdered, and then his story. It begins. is called fridging. <laughs> I don't love that. We see that a lot. In I comics, don't like we call it. that fridging. Is it is it because someone killed someone and then put him in the fridge? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's how it happened. That would be the worst. We'll put I feel in the like fridge the freezer would body. be a better option. <laughs> <laughs> Preserve for longer. No. I don't want to open any fridge or refrigerator with fridging. Is in. when you kill a female character only to motivate a male character. I don't like that. Yeah. It's a little meh to me. What's, yeah. what's no, the, how much was used before that happened? A lot. Still at least. It's like a mid-story, a mid-arc event. So she's like on the like And, the and she door. turned up alive later. What? Of course. It's gone. <laughs> of course she did. Well, she was well-preserved. <laughs> yeah. That's why you put them in the freezer. <laughs> 
Um, so after about a decade of being a criminal leader, he met Vanessa and they married, but she was not yet 20. Oh, fun. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, but a decade. He was 12, so he's 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he wasn't a leader. leader. He it's wasn't a leader. Yeah, she was a leader at, at 12. 12. <laughs> Somebody needs to do like a tiny, like a little kingpin strip. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. When he murdered someone. That's not where you start. No. <laughs> so he's like straight out of the womb, already yeah. committing crime, stealing and doing Stole graffiti. The placenta. Yeah. He's that baby <laughs> in, uh, in the movie. It's alive. The baby just jumps out of the womb and kills the entire Hospital? delivery room. Oh wow! Except yeah. his mom. Of course. You know. And then he escapes through a uh, a skylight. <laughs> and, then he, and then he goes on a rampage. The Still baby. Attached. The like, baby kills people. What's that movie? Monster dragon. What's that movie again? It's Alive. <laughs> and it's also got two sequels that I've yet to see. Oh, God. Oh, wow. The baby's can't, can't still, that baby's graduating high school. And... <laughs> Don't kill her. I think it's probably other babies. <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, just more and more babies? I, yes, because at the end of the first movie, they get a call. It's like, it happened again. Another oh, baby in Seattle. <laughs> oh, my so God. What's... It's like mutant babies are being born everywhere because radiation. Uh. Join us next week for the new It's Alive podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We said he was not hot. We said he was a gutter. Are you gutted that it's over? They're coming for me, Vanessa. So we have to leave now. It's too late. There's nothing we can do. No. There's nothing that we can do to keep this from happening. Nothing. I don't have a lot of time. Yes, and write to an attorney. You are my heart. You're everything. As we start on issue seven, let's give more details about the issue. It has a cover date of June 1985 and a wraparound cover by John Byrne, as usual. Editor Mark Grunewald's editorial is called Omission Impossible, and it informs us that Marvel Universe Deluxe is selling double what the original volume did, and that mail has been pouring in despite the lack of a proper letters page. The column addresses what readers think are glaring omissions from its main entries. No word on Iron Fist, mm. but it's only about like the first four issues. Here are the ones he specifically mentions. The Beyonder, uh, who had in fact appeared on a preliminary version of issue two's cover, was omitted because he would be dead within two months, and the same would prove true of Ajax, The Answer, Basilisk, Blizzard, Bullseye, and Death Adder, though in some cases Grunwald is cagey about telling us that because it hasn't happened yet. Grunwald here promises a Book of the Dead, in which, yes, most of these characters did eventually appear. Alpha Flight Headquarters and Omniship was a case where Alpha just changed digs and a new place on Tamarind Island had not yet been sufficiently explored. The characters from the Squadron Supreme, like Arcana uh, and Amphibian, will get quarter pages under the team entry and similar situations for members of the Wrecking Crew, the Hellions, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and Omega Flight. The awesome android is in with the Mad Thinker in this very issue, actually. Belladonna, Blackwing, Blitzkrieg, Champion haven't made appearances in years or had too few appearances to date, so we're dismissed. I'll be nice and not point out some entries I could say the same about. He says the same of Chameleon, who, as the first Spider-Man supervillain, should have gotten an entry for historical value, if nothing else. Come on. Uh, He wishes he could have included Blade, but didn't have the space. 
But Hannibal King is okay, right? I don't know. I don't get it. Blade is dead, like all vampires. So Grunewald should just have pointed us to the Book of the Dead again, where, spoiler, Blade only gets a quarter page anyway. Boo. Blue Shield had an entry ready, but was crowded out of the issue, as was Caliber. Giving us a look behind the curtain, it seems that some entries got longer than expected, and they couldn't just bump extra pages to the next issue, because it would have screwed with the already drawn cover. The back cover also continues the appendix on other dimensions, which here goes from the Dark Dimension, where Dormammu lives, to Earth Squadron. Other entries include the Death Dimension, the Demon Realm, the Dream Dimension, Dinosaur World, where Devil Dinosaur hails from, and Howard's Duck World, plus lesser-known places like the Dark Realm of Fulmore and Dimension Z. Specific art credits for this episode of Uhadmu or Not? Corifos by Sal Buscema, Killer Shrike by Joe Kubert, Annabelle King by Sandy Plunkett, and Kingpin by David Mazzuccelli. It's midnight, the podcasting hour. From fetid swamps to creepy castles, the podcasting hour is your home for horror on the Fire and Water Network. Join me, PJ Frightful, on this quarterly anthology podcast that gazes into the mysterious and terrifying shadows of DC Comics. The moon is full and the bell tolls for midnight, the podcasting hour. Female bag! So these are comments on our Sambuca special. Right. right. Where we covered... You know, uh, when we drank virgin Sambuca right. <laughs> at home. We lit matches. Separately. We lit matches, each our own separate. Shove them in our mouth. <laughs> uh, so uh, Mike W. from Saskatchewan says, another cool episode with some great lines. I love the one about constant ridiculous guns. Welcome to the 90s. And if they thought Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, had too many straps on her costume, you should show them some early X-Force. It'll melt their brains. <laughs> oh, Can't great. Wait. You can wait because it's not going to happen. None of those <laughs> I'll go check on that. I don't think anybody in X Force turns up in No Hot Move. Okay. Uh, no, Ryan Daly quotes you as saying, "If I saw him, I'd be like, oh no." <laughs> and then he says, "I love the fact that it wasn't a hulking monster or a supervillain who elicited this response, but a guy doing yoga." <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. It's been just long enough, so I don't really. I'm not really sure who Karnak. said that. No, no, uh, no. Who okay. said it? Who said it? And it could be anyone. Else. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was a gnat plumage. It does feel like me, but I'm a If it's know funny, it's sure. not me. <laughs> One half of the supermates, Chris Franklin, brings the other half into the conversation by saying Cindy often mentions that she appreciates Sue Storm, Invisible Woman, drawn with some hippage since she had two kids. I think another reason most folks balk at the four boob window suit is poor Franklin had to look at his mom fighting the mole man in that getup. <laughs> she can wear that stuff in private, but geez. <laughs> with Malice, which was the SM costume, I think the girls hit the nail on the head with creator wish fulfillment, considering Byrne did multiple storyline stunts where he teased a nude She Hulk, for example. And then there's the whole Superman and Big Barda make a porno story. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Thank you. Uh, he also says Jennifer Kale's new outfit makes her look like a dull scarlet witch. Rob Kelly says, don't call Gypsy Moss if you have an emergency. It probably takes an hour for her to get into co that new costume. <laughs> but no, because... She controls 
fabric. He so, controls fabric. So, whoop, bloop. Ange also brings up Skein, 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 Gypsy Moth. Uh, he says, boy, this is a big drop off from the Gypsy Moth outfit. I'm sure there is a Skein skin pun inside me somewhere, given how much skin she's showing off here, but I can't quite get there. I definitely like the Moth costume way more. Uh, he also uh, thanks you for introducing the term unhulk. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we're having an impact on geek culture. <laughs> Mike Dana says, I do enjoy these catch-up episodes, and this one did not disappoint. Well done, everyone, on a great job. It's great, all of you can still get together virtually. To ruin your dreams. <laughs> ruin your childhood. He asks this. Is there a term for followers of the Ohatmu show? Uh-oh. What is our version of Trekkie or Whovian or Marvel Zombie for the Fire and Water show? Uh, and by extension, the whole network. It's nuclear subs, because Shag and Rob really didn't want me calling them steamers. But, <laughs> um, I tried. I love that. Is, love there, is there a term you would like... For fans of Ohadmo or not, because you're the hot squad. Ohad crew is the best that can do. Ohad crew? Ohad crew is not bad. That's a good pun. Although for now, it's that. If they're cows, they could be Ohad moo. No. <laughs> You've gone too far. <laughs> uh, Brian Linton says Gypsy Moth, if she really felt the need to change her name, then there are so many other types of moths from which yeah. to choose. Just yeah. to name a few options, she could have gone with Hawk Moth, Luna Moth, Sphinx Moth, Silk Moth, Maple also- Moth. While Silk Moth is probably most appropriate given yeah, her powers, right. I think, I, think uh, I like Luna Moth the most. I could imagine simply redoing her original costume in silver and black. Brian continues, he says, Of Hawkeye, your discussion made me realize that I need to find some Kate Bishop Hawkeye comics for my daughter, who has developed an interest in archery via her love of Greek mythology and the goddess Artemis. Your cool. daughter sounds awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool kid. Share the cool. <laughs> and on Hellstorm, he says, Hellstorm is an example of how the, sat- the satanic panic of the 1980s ruined a perfectly good character design. Absolutely. It also kept me from being able to play D&D as a kid, but I'm not bitter about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bradley Null loves these recap shows. Uh, Gord Tolton from Alberta is happy Graviton is Alberta's big villain. <laughs> But, better than Stephen Harper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but Graviton has not been replaced by Nickelback, according to you. <laughs> the look. Uh, Lizanne Oswald says, It's too bad the Inhumans show sucked because Karnak actually looked good in that. And Tim Price admits he has a problem after saying Iceman's big change was really just to get his hair frosted. <laughs> Before we go, we have to mention the Fire and Water Podcast Patreon page at... Uh, Patreon.com slash podcast. If you like our content, please think about making a one-time or monthly donation, the amount of which will allow you to unlock rewards. Uh, and on this show, it means you could be put on the hot list and get the girls to throw you a custom compliment. Now, summer is here, and so we're describing you in terms of hot weather. <laughs> All right. And now there are six people. Oh, oh, wow. We got a new one on the hot list, so we can actually go around the table. Right? There's six of you, six. We'll start with Isabel. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Well, you're going to throw a hot weather compliment (laughs) at Gene Hendricks, our good friend Gene Hendricks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I can't. The only word sticky. Something like electricity in the air since he's like that's not warm there. enough. But he's so hot it's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gene. It's okay if you want to be on off the hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, am I next? 
shit. Shotgun, you're next, and you're throwing a compliment at Anne-Marie Bernier. Sticky! <laughs> Actually, Sticky Queen! Oh, oh my god, she is! Damn! What? That was a nickname for her for a long time. Yeah. It's less gross than it sounds. It's less gross. Where <laughs> was I? And I, and I, you listened to no conversation. <laughs> Anything that's not political. But yeah, Sticky Queen, and that's also why she was able to hold her boobs with tape at the yes. wedding. Oh. Such a Sticky Queen, but it doesn't come from that, though. No. No, no I think it was like stuff kept getting stuck to her hands or something. <laughs> and also she had that role in that yeah. improv game where she was the staticky person yeah. and everything oh, yeah. stick to it. That's perfect. So yeah, I have to go with Sticky Queen. Okay, so now well. I have to think of another one. <laughs> we restart. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is better, humid? Exactly what I was gonna say! I was gonna say humid! <laughs> Summers are great here. <laughs> I, I, I really okay. encourage you to visit uh, New Brunswick during the summer. Not this year, but... <laughs> He's sunscreen because he protects people. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Okay, well... It is better than sticky. Luck of the draw gave you Monsieur Luc. <laughs> Monsieur Luc is like that smell you get after it rains and the uni- and the the humidity finally drops. That's nice. Petrichor. 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 Yeah. It's the, the best smell. word. Yes. <laughs> it's comforting but also exciting in a way. Oh, I love it. It's a fun. <laughs> I hundred percent had that prepared. Whoever I got. <laughs> I was so fun. Jose, you're uh, getting Mike Dinas from uh, British Columbia. Is he tall? We can make I believe mean, he is. Sure, you're maybe. a tall glass of oh, iced yeah. tea with a, a little umbrella and one slice of lemon. It's so refreshing. Amelie, you you've gotten Elisabel. Oh. Look at her. Be inspired. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Inspire yourself. I think she's still from last week. A tall glass of something with curacao. <laughs> but like, you know, like the, the one that's all frosted and nice. And you mean those refreshing. huge ones? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, a refreshing one. <laughs> It's just like, one of those, like, those really complicated drinks <laughs> with like 16 kinds of like alcohol. But they all cancel each other out. Yeah, so it just tastes like juice. So you don't realize how <laughs> fucked up it is yet. Yeah. So given Nat's inability to give compliments, it feels really shitty to, to put our new person. I have an idea. <laughs> okay, it's, good. It's, it's, it's uh, better than sticky. <laughs> well, our new member of the hot list Welcome. is Gotham Shore and Dr. G, man of neurology. Oh, And it's a really warm day, and you gotta walk on that sand before getting to that water. The hotness of the beach is how hot you are. Wow, that's good. That's so See, I thought about it. I had time. I'm the last one. I that's had time. Like your career highlight <laughs> for compliments. Yeah. And it fits someone living in Arizona, I'm sure. Oh, well, you know what you you should do? You should suggest themes for for compliments. In the <laughs> that oh, sounds yeah. dangerous. <laughs> The theme was almost kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling 
terms. Bowling terms. Eagle. You make me go spare. Appliances, types of jewelry, all good ideas. Appliances. I like that. As long as we're not putting anyone in a fridge. (laughs) All right, say goodbye. Bye. We love you. Leave us comments wherever you can find the podcast, whether the Fire and Water Network website, the Fire and Water Network Facebook page, or through Twitter. The hashtag is FWPodcasts, plural. We'd love to hear from you about, well, I guess these four characters and concepts, but uh, on the show in general. Until next time, be hot, don't be not. No, I didn't consider the philosophical implications. <laughs> Are you saying that our normal gossipy conversations can't have deeper undercurrents that are ethically and psychologically deep? That's just our podcast. <laughs> <laughs>